Have you enjoyed listening to travel and shit? Well, then consider becoming a subscriber. Beginning December 1st, you can support the work I've been doing to get you an episode each week and get exclusive access to all episodes one week early. Beginning December 1st, exclusive early access will be given to subscribers. I'd love to give you first listen. Consider supporting the show and becoming a subscriber. For more info, go to travelandshitpodcast.com slash subscribe. I made it around the world And came back with stories to tell Different places to call home Now I'm never on my own Dietations, to my people hitting foreign nations Food, travel and shit, moving to live Life in the sky, stories to give The ones who make it there and can make it back Salutations and shit, folks. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of your favorite travel podcast, Travel and Shit, where I, your host, D. Carrie, have an experiential conversation about the nuanced ways that travel intersects with regular life. So we're going to dive right in because if you're watching on the YouTubes, which if you're not, there is a link in the description of the episode so that you can see my lovely face as well as the face of my lovely guests when I have them. If you're watching, y'all niggas already know I got a guest. So, hello, yeah. guests. Please hello, hello. introduce yourself. Well, uh, my name is Corey. I am uh, affectionately known around here as CJ from the D. Um, it is something that I kind of wear with pride because I enjoy the fact that I am from Detroit. Everything kind of about me kind of reeks Detroit, um, in, in my opinion, in the best of ways, obviously. Um, I'm a dad, which is pretty tight. I'm a chef, which is pretty tight, uh, and I'm an educator, which is which is also pretty tight. So uh, I live a pretty cool life, a little hectic, but it's pretty cool. Um, and one thing before we before we dive like all the way into this, I do want to say honestly, um, listening to the last episode, you said some really cool things about my city, man, and I oh, I appreciate cool. that honestly because there's, there's this thing where. And Detroit comes up, and the first thing you hear is like eight mile and abandoned homes. I've right? never like seen that two. movie, by the way. <laughs> I see that. Thank you. So, <laughs> um, it, it's 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 kind of nice to just hear when people, and it's always a special kind of. It always takes a special kind of person, honestly, to like come into Detroit and just appreciate Detroit for what it is, not any like preconceived, mm-hmm. you know, notions they'll have. They, you know, it's hard not to carry that with you you know if you hear a lot about right. a place you carry it with you when you get there but the openness to the place when you get there um that kind of takes a you know it takes a special person you can come in with blinders on and mm-hmm. you know what i mean so absolutely absolutely it, it was it was very cool to hear you say some cool things about a place that i think is pretty cool um so thank My you pleasure. thank you thank you for that thank you for that and thank you for making detroit a little bit cooler if you listen to the episode Y'all would have known. I told y'all I was going to have a guest that I met in Detroit. So um, the boyfriend has never let me down when it comes to finding places for consumables. Eat, drink, any of it. It's 10 out of 10. Always recommend 100%. So we had checked out of the Airbnb. And day was done. And I said, let's grab some, not even day was done. It was 11 o'clock in the morning. So let's grab some coffee. I was going to walk to someplace on the corner. And he's like, no, I found a spot on the, um, 
whatever. And I'm like, all right, let's go. He does all the driving. I just sit, look out the window, uh-huh. ask occasional questions. It's a good time. So we pull up, park, and it's in like this really cute kind of, it's, it's definitely residential. I wouldn't necessarily say suburban. It didn't, it kind of gave me Queensy kind of vibes. Actually, it reminded me of, um, uh, I think it's Green, not Greenville, Green something. I don't know. Some place in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Where did we go in? I don't know. Wherever we went in Texas. I think we were in Dallas. Pretty sure it was Dallas. Anyway kind of felt like Queens where it's like, you know, niggas got yards, but at the same time, you know, you're not too far from like commerce. You know, you're not too far from like shit happening. There's a difference, right? You can feel when you're in a forced community and you can kind of feel like when a community is in the middle of like shit that's going on. So we go into the um, coffee shop. This nigga's walking out, almost walked into him because I wasn't paying attention. I was like, oh, my fault. (laughs) We own in, held the door. Thanks brother. Get inside. Actually, oh, it's me. I made the coffee. Oh, go figure. <laughs> what you like to drink? Cause I like coffee, but I don't know. I don't know much about it. And he's yeah, like, well, <laughs> that was the response. And I'm like, all right. So what are we going to do? We had an impasse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you make? Well, that is my favorite thing to ask when I go places, whether or not I'm eating there or I'm drinking there. What do you fuck with? It's one thing to have something in the back of your mind, but then if you go there and this person doesn't know how to make it, or if this person, or if this establishment doesn't frequently do it if you go someplace anywhere in the fucking world and you just want burgers and fries but you're on the coast someplace and their specialty is fucking seafood right. how long has that patty been in the freezer how do, did they cook it properly or are they only used to cooking seafoods and fish and shit like that so yeah. i always ask what yeah. the special is or what they're good at he was good at a fucking latte hey. let's do it <laughs> let's do it and it was a bomb ass latte and you know what else we also said the cold brew there is really good too what's that this is called one of my favorite um, the roost right yep absolutely the roost and what neighborhood was that in uh, uh that's in woodbridge so it's kind okay. of uh a little maybe a couple blocks west of midtown so it's, it's a little more residential than midtown okay. downtown yeah yeah. So um very, very, I'm sorry, very, very no, dope no. area. Um very historical. That was one of the first areas where, you know, after the urban sprawl and the building of the PJs and whatnot. That was one of the first, just from what I was told uh from family members, that's just one of the first areas where they remember like driving through the neighborhoods and seeing black and brown people with big houses. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so it's always kind of held that, um, you know, that that standard. Um, and then being that close to a pretty, pretty major university, um, as far as uh, the medical industry is concerned, like you get a lot of black and brown people that after they, you know, matriculate through college, they stay in the area okay. and actually contribute to the area, too. So that's what makes it so cool. What school is over there? Uh, Wayne State, Wayne State University. Oh. So it's a, yeah, it's pretty, pretty big deal on the on the medical scene um and i've heard of it i didn't know it was over there yeah yep that you were you were you were literally you were right there so um you stayed in the airbnb at like right right at castalia which is a pretty dope uh the scent and bar situation that's you were maybe like a half mile away from wayne state okay so you passed it for sure yeah um so that that that's that kind of that's kind of why that area looks and feels the way that it does 
Yeah, so they're these yeah. paying these loans off. Yeah, hello. <laughs> I don't got a big house yet. I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. But so we started chopping it up over the coffee, and it turns out you have a food truck. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was very disappointed that we didn't get to swing by there, but please let the people know where we will be visiting one day. Okay. So uh actually end of season is actually coming up. You know, I've got the shipping container outside on the spot called the Quinder Cut. Um, so it's like huge nature trails, uh, mural walls, a lot of local art. Um, there's actually local companies planting, lo- you know, produce out there. There's a farm out there in the middle of, oh, cool. you know, yeah, yeah. In the middle of this big urban area, which is kind of nestled in downtown. So it's really, really pretty cool. Um, so I do have that there um, at the DeQuinder Cut. Um, and then I also have a food truck that I take to special events and, and you know, things of that nature. So right now, it's football season, so I've got a contract Ooh. at Michigan State uh, University. I play ball up there, so I got, you know, kind of got in touch with some people up there to take the food truck for home tailgates. Um, so that's pretty cool. And then, um, you know, we I'll hit a festival or we'll hit a, you know, a show or a big ball game or something like that. Um, kind of keeping it. We started off doing a lot of pop ups, um, mm-hmm. but then people associate you with that person or that brand or that place that you you know, uh, you know, mm-hmm. did your guess about that? And that's not always the greatest for what you want to do. Um, and I learned that the hard way. So then it became Happy. like, okay, because um, the truck was never the plan. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm being completely transparent, the, the truck was never the plan. The first corner boy was actually, you know, in a liquor store. So really, yeah, yeah. Wait, so you you were selling plates out of a liquor store? Let me tell you, I was selling plates out of a liquor store. Um, I told Please, you, I'm, tell. I'm Detroit as fuck. I mean, I'm trying to <laughs> so, so no, real, real talk. So I moved, I moved back here. Well, actually, if I'm being completely honest, Corner Boy actually started in uh, Atlanta. I spent a few years in Atlanta and they have a huge problem down there with like recidivism, right? So you get mm-hmm. out of jail and you, you go right back type thing. But then they also have a uh, a problem with like, convicted felons retaining jobs and mm-hmm. the turnover rate is ridiculous, but the industry that I'm in, the service industry, that seems to be the industry where we'll just take you, you know what I right. mean? Um, which is great. Um, so especially for the way that I kind of, you know, made my way into the service industry, I was a high school math and science teacher. And then, you know, Detroit public schools, that whole situation, school got closed and I had my second baby on the way. So it was like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things where like, I wanted to, I was in, I was, thank God I was in good positions where I moved out to Atlanta, the big TI chef at his restaurant scales, 925, um, that restaurant closed. And because I kept that relationship open, um, I ended up getting introduced to Candy Burst and that, uh, that whole family unit. So when she opened up old lady gang, I was the first kitchen manager and chef at old lady gang. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I was yeah, just so, out there this weekend yeah, yeah. and we passed by there and um, my cousin points it out because I've never watched. Um, I'm not uh, that much into like, I don't really watch TV. I don't have cable. I canceled cable years ago yeah, because I, I, I watched. Yeah. Okay. Heard you. So I, okay. Cause I'm thinking like, Oh, I'm, I'm not a miss like, you know, context. Okay. Cool. Neither am I. Cool. Nope. So interesting. Go ahead. Oh, lady, gang, so, go continue. Um, 
so yeah, then it, it became one of those things where it's like, okay, I was kind of outgrowing where I was. And um, I ended up taking a corporate job. And the corporate job was, as you can expect, you know, people think Atlanta and it's, it's so super, super black, but Atlanta's Georgia. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. You, you go 15 minutes the wrong way on the freeway, right? Yeah. So I'm working these corporate jobs and it's a lot of, a lot of billies, a lot of uh, non-brown people. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? And uh, that was a problem for me because I was seeing, you know, as you matriculate through the kitchen, like I got, my, I got my degree in biology, right? I didn't, I didn't go to culinary school, so I did an apprenticeship okay. as a, I did an apprenticeship as a grown man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a whole different after, type of work. Yeah, yeah. After undergrad, after trying to play ball for a few years, after being a teacher, it's like ah, now I'm at the bottom of the totem pole, so to speak. I started off in the dish tank. You know what I mean? Okay. And actually, uh, the owner of the shop that you came to, The Roost, is uh, one of the guys that did my apprenticeship with one of my mentors. And he kind of, you know, not not kind of, he actually, you know, helped pro- propel me, you know, in the industry. Um, so, you know, I, I, you know, I matriculated, like I said, dish tank pantry kind of making my way up. But then I noticed as you move into fine dining and you get into corporate work, there's no black chefs. There's black line cooks. There's black dish tank guys, there's black porters, maintenance guys, there's no black chefs, right? Like white coat, I'm in charge of the kitchen. Um, so I got, I ended up getting a couple, uh, a couple black guys, hiring a couple black guys at this spot. And they had both- At which um, spot? They, at Old Lady Gang? Uh, oh no, at the, at the corporate place. The corporate place. Old Lady Gang. Yeah. Okay. Um, I ended up hiring two, two brothers um, who were actually in the halfway house. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, I hired them against the recommendation of the other staff, <laughs> but ended up being the best thing, right? These wow. guys, they're in a halfway house. They just got out. They're trying to get cleaned up. They need their money. They're going to show up to work. Yep. Boom. Right. Um, and then, you know, having certain issues of my own, like my, you know, I graduated from Butler in Indianapolis private school, but I didn't get to walk across the stage. I I was, I was on on my I was on trial while I was supposed to be walking across the God stage. damn. Yeah. So the suit that I was supposed to wear to graduation, I wore to court. Like <laughs> shit. So you know, I I you know, and then I and still and gotta pay that, those student loans. God damn. Oh well no, see I I, I played ball, so thank God. Thank Ooh. God I didn't have to, you know <laughs> you fucking won. God damn. <laughs> and with a science degree. Yeah, so so you know, here's the thing. I had I had the fucking ball. I'm from Southwest Detroit. You went there, right? Mm-hmm. I'm from I'm from Southwest. <laughs> I had to take every advantage. Like I got, I went to school. I was like, all right, shit. The ball don't work out. Like, something's going. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So and then you know, and then after after you know another point in my adult life, I called a pistol charge. So I had had enough experience, you know, in the court system. I you know as a you know. As one of my friends would say, I'm the dummy that that waited until after I got a degree to go to jail. Like what? <laughs> Had a whole degree and two babies. It was like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that, but that experience, you know, it 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 gave me something. So, um, you know, like I said, I'm in Atlanta. I hired these two guys. They're in halfway houses trying to get cleaned up, and I hired a couple more from the same halfway house. Mm-hmm. Then it was like, wait a second. Now, the, all the guys that are my best workers who are staying here the longest, there's no turnover. Like these are, and they were all, they all had, you know, felony drug convictions. 
Right. Um, and, you know, at one point uh, before expungement and, you know, paying money to the state, I had a felony, you know, drug conviction. So um, they didn't have the luxury of having the degree to right. say, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, that you're savable so, or that you're exactly. worth someone paying attention to or investing in. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I ran. I remember I um, I got in a personal chef gig uh, with a realtor who was trying to sell one of these big houses and was doing a dinner party or whatever. And I brought the guys with me because I didn't have anybody else to bring with me, you know, because who else? <laughs> right. So I took, the, I took the guys from the restaurant that I was working at, took them with me, and we rocked the event. I'm talking, I mean, it was... The way it came off and the compliments that we got, it was like, no, we have to do something. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, like, again, I'm from Southwest Detroit. So when it comes to like naming something and I I got a felony drug conviction, there's four guys. So it's like, well, corner boy is what it is. You know what I mean? So, so it, it, worked. Was, it was, you know what I mean? It worked. So it was, I it was, was immediately never, intrigued. <laughs> it, it, and that's, and that's it, it was, it was never intended to be pop up, never intended to be food truck. It was really like, all right, I'm just trying to help some brothers make some money, get out the halfway house, stay out of jail, feel good about what I'm doing, employ some people that look like me. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's that's all it was intended to be. And then, also, people want to work with people that look like them. Like, I work in a white-ass industry, regular work. I'd absolutely. rather work with more people that work with me. I always prefer when my crew for the day or for whatever, you know, position that I'm on at that time, is niggas I fuck with. Absolutely. Absolutely. And here's the thing. I'm going I'm to I'm take it a step further. Sometimes it don't even have to be niggas I fuck with. It just has to be niggas. Yeah. <laughs> because, <laughs> I'll tell you on that because, one. Because here's the thing. The niggas that you don't fuck with mm -hmm. or the niggas that don't fuck with you, y'all know how to coexist in a space where you have to. Yep. Right? We all trying you know to get this check. That's it. The that's Suck it. Fuck your feelings. It ain't about well, ego. I'm just here to get the, we ain't here, here to, get the to be friends. Yeah. Right, let's make this I'm not, simple. I'm not, I'm not going to give you the attitude when you ask me for something. I'm not going to. You already know I don't fuck with you. Right. But because, because you're a nigga, you understand I got other shit going on too. <laughs> yeah. and you know, they, and you know, they don't fuck with me even more. So, we gonna, <laughs> so, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. And then, like I said, with the industry, this the industry that I'm in, like, and I keep saying that I'm in when I'm talking to people that aren't in the industry, like it's not every industry, but it's white men, mm -hmm. male dominated, you know, and then kitchen culture is traditionally toxic. Okay. Right. You know what I mean? There's a lot of down talking and bad mouthing and there's no filtering, there's blah, 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 which is cool, but that mm, enough nah. of that. Nah, you get what nah, I'm saying. I already see where we're going with this. I already you see where we're going. Yep. So, so I had to God like, damn. it got it got to a point where it's like, no, I'm in this industry. This is what I do. Like I always, you know, I used to cook for my frat brothers or teammates, and you know, or the girls in college or whatever, just to, mm -hmm. you know. So I always enjoyed it. My granddad was a chef, so I knew a little bit, blah blah blah. But once I got immersed into it, it was like, no, okay, same way I, same route I went with the teaching, like. I got to do something that actually means some shit or I'm going to get, I'm going to be miserable doing it. Yep. You know what I mean? Like I'm a, I'm a human connection motherfucker. I'm, I, I, I have to be, I have to feel like I'm pouring into somebody, even if, even if that might be a selfish thing. I mean, that might be some type of complex that I got to work out on the back end. Mm. Right. I hope at not. The end of the day, I, I see, I feel you. I you know what I'm saying? It's not a complex. Cause I get it. Like if it's, go ahead. 
Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's like I have to, whatever I'm doing, I have to feel like it's actually, like it matters to somebody other than me. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, so that when it became a thing and then you get booked for another gig and you use the same guys and then you buy T-shirts and you match them now. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? So, it, you know, it, and then I moved, I left Georgia, moved back to Detroit because my sons are here. And, you know, I went back to the corporate thing, restaurant consultant. I was the, you know, executive chef at this restaurant of the year and blah, 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 blah. And then COVID. Right. Like, so then it's like, okay, restaurants closed. What do you do? And that, so Corner Boy was kind of reborn here. And then it, that's how it became a pop-up thing. And then, you know, uh, so it was, like I said, it was never intended to be that, but we were in a liquor store because that's where I wanted to be. I wanted the whole the whole purpose of Corner Boy for me was to bring. I like street food. I go to New York. I like falafel. I go to LA. I like tacos. I go. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just mm-hmm. I like to go places and I like the street food, right? Okay. Um, my thing is I wanted to do street food because that's the most approachable for people. You know, I've been in the in the fine dining scene where I'm charring octopus and I'm doing whatever. And then I tell my homeboys to come to the restaurant. They're like, bro, I'm not eating that. Right? So the, the street food thing is the most approachable. But it's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do the street food. But I'm going to elevate it. I'm going to give you the best of the ingredients. It's going to be, uh, you know, reasonably sourced, responsibly sourced. Mm-hmm. Um, more than likely from a black or brown farmer or a purveyor. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be, yeah, hey, yeah. It's going to be, I'm not giving you any sauces that were pre-made. Everything's going to be scratched, everything. Nice. But it all matters because I grew up in a neighborhood where I wasn't getting that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, we had a couple little spots. You've seen Southwest. So we had the, you know, the 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 authentic Mexican spots. And then we had, you know, a little Filipino spot and do whatever, whatever. But I'm also from the hood. So we had McDonald's, White Castles, you know. I was just talking to my coworker about that today. We were looking at the um, menu for the food truck. Mm-hmm. A, a food truck pulls up every Friday. And we were saying, <laughs> he said to me, it's black people this time. We got catfish. We got po' boys. Oxtail. I'm like, oh yeah, maybe I'll get something. But I'm thinking I'm looking at the menu, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know how he got on it. And I was like, I don't have many of these options where I'm at. Where I'm at, if it's not like what what not Uber, uh, Uber Eats, mm-hmm. uh seamless, DoorDash, all of that opened up so many other options for me. Yeah. I can only walk to one soul food spot. I can walk to tacos. I can walk to maybe five different Chinese restaurants and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. We don't even yeah. got pizza over here no more. Um, but it's cool because it was Papa that's John's. Cool. I don't fuck with Papa John's. This shit is trash. I don't understand yeah, how to eat why. Papa John's. It just that's fuck wild, with Domino's. Though. But Papa John's, I can't get to it. But that's it. There, there's nothing else that I can walk to. Oh, my lie. There's actually. I think there's a there's an Indian spot. I think it's like a tandoori spot. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but looking at the location, I, I can't really say I would fuck with it anyway. That being said, though, food desert. I can't even walk to a grocery store without it being like a long walk. Like you know what I mean? Like every it's I would have to drive. If I walk it, it's like so you can only bring maybe two bags, or you can only get light mm-hmm. shit because it's like a ten minute yep. walk. It's a 15, 20 yep. minute walk. Is it doable? Yes, yep. I'm sure niggas do it all the time, but. I'm not that nigga. Am I, I got a car, so 
I'm also, uh, he'll, Jay does all the grocery shopping. God bless him. So beautiful. I love him. Um, but I order everything to the house. But if it weren't for all these delivery services, the shit here is trash. The, the yeah. grocery store here is not, it's not even a good one. They're not right. good. They're just what we have. So that yeah. whole idea of having options for one, but then also shit that's not the same thing. It's like the most options I have is all Chinese food. Yeah. The tacos yeah. is made by Chinese niggas. They good. Yeah. They are delicious. My God. Love them fucking tacos. But it's still, you. there's no real diversity in the food over here. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's, you know, you see it and you kind of, you're so used to it. But then when you get into the industry and you're like, damn, it actually doesn't have to be like this because this shit's by design. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it really, it really, really the fuck is. And it just takes people being intentional about like putting some shit where it's supposed to be. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you look at some of these neighborhoods and you're like, well, I can't think of a, a, a better, a, a better group of people that, you know, that could use a fresh produce market more. If you really look at it, you know what I'm saying? Like they're not next to the fields. Why why are there more whole foods in the burbs and places closer to where you can plant stuff than there are in the city? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't even think about it like that. <laughs> Y'all niggas got dirt. Like you got dirt and dirt grass that can produce space. stuff. You got dirt, grass, and space over there. Meanwhile, we got buildings on top of buildings on top of sidewalks on top of people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And dusty ass trees, right? And du- you, you feel me? And then you go into the grocery store, and and this is I don't I can't speak for New York, obviously, because I go as a visitor, and when I go visit places, I just be visiting, right? Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm not one of those people who's like, yeah, man, I've been there, man, I can tell you all about it because I can't. I can tell you about <laughs> what I did. You know I spent two saying? days in Detroit. <laughs> it was you a nice two me? days. So, That's it. So. I don't, I don't know how it is in New York, but here there's this thing and I've, and I've noticed it in Atlanta, not so much, not so much out West, but Mm -hmm. there's this thing where the people who own the businesses are not a reflection of the community that the businesses are in. Right. At all. And there's a certain mistreatment that they just fucking get away with because where else are you going to go? Right. You live around here. You're relying on public transportation. You've got kids or what the fuck ever. You know what I'm saying? You're not you're going to go to the closest thing to mm-hmm. you. Right. Like I had I had an ex-girlfriend, you know, I'm looking at lofts and I'm looking at cribs and she's like, I need some place with a good walk score. I'm like, what the fuck is that? You know what I mean? And it's oh a walk store. Walk, I thought yeah, you said a walk, a walk store. store. I'm like, what the fuck is a walk no, store? A walk, a walk store. A walk she ain't wrong. Yeah. She ain't wrong. But I, I feel you, but if she's not wrong, because now I'm <laughs> but, but but the thing is though, like, what about those communities that like, you know what I mean? Uh, they don't they don't have good walk scores, or they're now they're not yeah. they're they're they're, cons- they're consistent of people consisted of people who don't have the luxury of picking their residents based on walk scores. Right. Right. So there's a certain amount of mistreatment that goes on. Like, for example, 
there's a gas station. I'm in the hood, right? I'm a hood worker, so I don't care <laughs> what's happening. Like, if I'm in Michigan, my address is going to say Detroit. It's not going to say Oak Park or Southfield or blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I say that now as an unmarried man, so that may change. But right. <laughs> so I, I, I like I like being in the hood. I like neighborhoods. I like blocks where somebody's mm-hmm. been on the block 40 years and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? So I'm in the hood. You go off to in the hood, boom, boom, gas station, whoop. And the premium gas is six sixty nine, right? Yeah. Serious? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you got go, heavy. So not only I said, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the rundown. The gas, the premium gas is six sixty nine. And oh, you said I'm, premium. Just, Hold on, I don't even drive yeah. a premium car. It's cool. Wait, that's still I'm, a lot. Yeah, I mean, but I, listen, I, I'm a. I'm a, I'm a Detroit nigga. I got an old school caddy. I got a 96 caddy. So oh, I can't do it. Yeah. I got a 72. Um, it ain't my everyday car. My daddy bought it for my birthday. Hi, dad. I never, I've never driven it also. I think I was too really? scared. I was too scared. It's not a Cadillac. It's a 72. Um, it's a Nova. Oh, shit. It's a Nova. Black. Yo, hey, hi, dad. Because you did your thing. <laughs> It's sitting in his house. We we call ourselves redoing it together. Yeah. And he did all the work. All I did was, but what was cool, I got to wear the little welding mask and I welded the um oh, hell yeah. the uh like the nuts or the bolts. Wait, yeah. the nut is the bolt. No, the bolt. Which one is I don't know which is which the nut or the bolt. I welded the screw off Boom. and it that was cool. And then I had to because like give me the grunt work and then I like sanded down the um the, the floor and stuff so that and then painted with the spray paint so that it was a Fred Flintstone oh, car it had no floor on like the passenger seat like I could see the cement like the street it was like on, it was like there was like a hole it was a hole and like you had to put your feet on it was a good time it was a good time but he fixed it it's good but we good for classic cars over here I that's love how it goes so you yeah. you get it but I can't. Yep. So I can't put. Nothing, I can't I put, nothing, put, put nothing but premium in that big tank. And right? I done fucked it up and put some regular in. <laughs> See, no, that's when that, then you go. Then you ain't, it's not gonna ride. The caddy not gonna ride right. The Nova not Yikes. gonna ride right. So glad you mentioned it. Fucking six sixty nine premium gas. Half the stuff on the shelf is expired. <laughs> no bullshit. Mm-hmm. You go to the ATM machine. They haven't wiped that motherfucker down in two weeks. You know what I mean? The self-serve coffee station is shit everywhere. It's flies, right. blah, 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 right? But it stays busy. Yep. It's jumping. 24 hours a day, that motherfucker's jumping, right? Why can't you treat those people better? You can. You don't have to. Right. So you it's don't. Because you don't have to. You see what I'm and saying? And that's the fucked up thing about it. You, you see what I'm saying? So like I I I I come from that those neighborhoods. I currently live in those neighborhoods. I gravitate towards those neighborhoods for some reason, whatever. And that's always been my thing, is like the communities that I relate to, um, come from, grew up in, whatever. We're so used to just like, okay, here you go. And then we take it because what the fuck else are we going to do? You know what right. I mean? And at some point, like somebody's got to like, no, we, hey, guess what? We can actually, you know what? We can actually, we can actually do something different, bro. There's another um, way. 
there's another fucking way and it doesn't take a lot right it just takes like intention I almost burn myself on the instant it takes <laughs> it just it just it just takes it just takes intention and yeah. there's not it's the weirdest it's the weirdest thing and I, I don't i don't know if it's like i'm about to be 36 i'm a dad um whatever i don't know if i'm getting soft or whatever but it's like i just like i really just want us to have better where we are like i'm i'm glad everybody's getting passports now and traveling and mm -hmm. blah blah i'm a road trip person myself i'm a car driving road trip person myself so i feel you on that but i'm glad i'm glad everybody's doing that but you shouldn't have to leave the block to get quality experience when it's quality people all up and through that mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and i i guess i guess that that honestly is with everything that I'm doing, I mean, with everything that I've I've done in my adult life, from you know choosing not to go to private schools and go teach in a public school or a charter school in the middle of the hood, or go to a school where we got all the displaced kids, or you know what I mean, uh, the thing with you know my 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 reason for starting Corner Boy or the parties that dinner parties that I curate now, like everything for me is really just about like giving us some better shit <laughs> you know what i'm saying like yeah. honestly just just giving us some better shit because we i don't have the people i know my my friends my homies my you know neighbors whatever ain't nobody got the money to be going out of town every weekend nope right so like what i'm just going to what, what am i what am i going to do not have a good experience right. but two three times a year you know what I mean? Or a quality experience or not know, like, my favorite thing to do right now is cook some shit for somebody that they're used to having, that they're used to, have, you know, eating. Right. And actually making it the way that if you made it with the proper ingredients and the blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like one of the dinner party <clears throat> dinner parties that I'm doing uh, next season, uh, it's a guilty pleasures dinner party. So I'm like taking a lot of the stuff that people like from McDonald's and White Castle and here huh. Coney Island is a big deal, but I'm doing it like. Which was wild to me because I'd never heard of there being a Coney Island anywhere other than Brooklyn. Other than. <laughs> I was just like, wait, because he kept saying Coney's and I'm just like, it's up to something and I'm like Coney Island. I'm like. Mm -hmm. And you, you went, you went to Dooley's, which was cool. Don't get me wrong. If you if you're gonna have the other conies, that was that was a good that was one of the top places to go. Okay, but next, and that's only because come, we, Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, of there. course, that's of his course, nigga. But, he love yeah. him some Anthony Bourdain. I do, I do too. I absolutely do too, and I actually do what y'all do too. Like if I'm in a city and I and I remember from one of the shows that okay he's been mm -hmm. here, I go there. Yeah, and we gonna whatever. check it out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, I'm 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 that guy too. So I what's feel, the other place? Y'all on that. I'm sorry. What's the better place? You was gonna say someplace else to get them? Oh yeah, um, any of the black ones. So, I mean, that's not trying to be funny. That's just being for real. Right. Um, you know, beef hot dogs. It, it looked like some shit a nigga would do. Cause I'm looking at it and I'm like, come on, son. Like hot. Okay. And then, and then, if you go to a real Coney Island, a Coney Island menu is 
it's like the hood cheesecake factory, right? It's too much. <laughs> That's immediately where my mind went. It's like it's, we don't need all these options. That's why I hate it there because it's. it's I'm very indecisive. Much it's yeah. too much shit, right? And then for me, it always goes to well, if you're doing all this, what you're actually good at, bro? Like, because you're not good at seventy five things. You can. <laughs> but the cool thing about the, the hood Coney Islands, so. Coney Islands in the hood are like black as fuck, but there's a huge uh, Middle Eastern population in Detroit as well. Okay. Uh, and, and, and Metro Detroit, actually Dearborn, which is 10 minutes outside of Detroit, has the largest Middle Eastern population in the country. Like they, cool. they be, they here, you know what I'm saying? Um, which is cool. But the Coney Islands, so the Coney Islands are like, it's like a mix between hood nigga shit, Greek food and Middle Eastern food. So oh, the menu is like, yeah. Right, but you gotta go to the ones in the hood that are ironically owned by the Middle Eastern or the Greek cats, but run by the black ones. Copy. Okay. So that's... you know that's just from when you come back. There's a few specific ones, a couple that I you know that we'll just that that we'll explore. But even even with that, like that's the thing. I'll take some Coney Island food, uh, you know, and I'll do it in a way that's actually fresh ingredients and blah 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 blah. And seeing people's reaction, like, damn, this is what this shit's supposed to taste like? Yes. Right. That's what it's supposed to taste like. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, so I just, and I hate to sound corny because I'm not like a food, I'm not trying to be like no food superhero or nothing like that, right? I just, Why I just not? really. It could, it could use well, it. You know, I mean, and, and, and they could, but I just really like, and this is going to sound bad because. I know you have listeners of all shades and backgrounds, and I and I'm and I'm and I'm cool. You know, I'm not a discriminatory guy. I, I, I fuck with whatever, whatever. But um, right now, I'm just really focusing on brown, right? And you know, I I care about like what we're doing, man. Like I'm tired of seeing. I had a homeboy, you know, what I'm saying, pass away, like two, three months ago, health-related shit. You know what I mean? Health-related shit, health-related shit, diet-related shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then when you when you actually <clears throat> break some shit down and you realize that, you know, around 70% of, you know, uh, stomach illness, high blood pressure, uh, stomach cancers, that kind of thing, are food-related and can be reversed even after diagnosis. Oh, wow can be reversed by just changing your fucking diet. Like, honestly, just changing your diet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's a, it brings a yeah. whole new meaning to the phrase, like, eat to live. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Like, for real. And it, the, 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 thing that, the thing that has me so bent is, like, I grew up really misunderstanding food. Like, my relationship with food was kind of like my relationship with money. I've had I had the I've had to change those two relationships so drastically in my adulthood. You know what I mean? It's 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 like, of course I know I needed food, right? I and I and I liked certain things and I liked the things that worked good for me and blah 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 blah. But there's always like there's always this thing where it's like eating good is either going to be nasty or it's going to be boring or it's going to cost a lot 
yeah. which is a thing. Because if you go into these markets, you know, you go on Whole Foods. You go on the Whole Foods. We call that shit Whole Check up here. You yeah. go in the Whole Check. You go in the Because it fucking check. is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I went would, one time. I was like, this ain't sustainable. You know what I'm saying? I can't come it, back. It, it, it would have you believe that like, damn, in order to eat like I got some sense, I got to make I gotta make six figures. And it's not that, man. You know what I'm saying? It's really, really, mm-hmm. really not that. It's not, it's not a super costly thing. It's not a difficult thing. It's not, it's not even a boring thing. Like if you think about this shit, right? Like, you know, we grew up, I won't speak for you, but me and my people, we grew up, uh, you grab some shit, you throw some seasoning on it, blah, 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 blah. That seasoning is like made of stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. why not put the stuff on there? Like, why am I using garlic powder when I can just sweat down some garlic? I you know feel personally like, attacked. <laughs> no, well, no, I'm just saying because that, that's that's like yeah, that's no, it makes perfect sense. But that's exactly what that's how I cook. Right. I cook so like my thing is season the fuck I, out I, of it. I play I play baseball, right? Like I played college baseball, and obviously I played in you know in elementary, middle school, high school, whatever. I'm from the hood. So of- started paying attention to baseball, by the way. See? Go Mets, gang gang. See, I had no concept. I hated baseball. Hated it. Really? Like I and I have been to so many actual like pro baseball games. I I've yeah. only been to I I can sit through, I would prefer to sit through football or basketball because I moderately have an understanding of what's going on. Basketball, I get it. I understand how it's played. I get it. Do I know all the technical shit? No, I fucking don't. However, I understand the rules so that I understand where we are as the game's being played. Mm-hmm. Football, mm-hmm. I ended up, I, I was bartending for a while and we had it on on Wednesdays. So shout out to Mars. He explained what the fuck was going on. So after a while, <laughs> I knew what the lines meant. I knew what a first down was. So I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm in it. Baseball yep. didn't do it for me. It was boring as fuck. I didn't, and it was, and someone said, I think it was Kelly. Shout out to Kelly, RIP. He said, it's because you don't know what's going on. If you understood what was happening, it would be way more interesting. I promise you. And I'm just like, yep. okay. Yep. And this nigga lives baseball. He fucking loves it. So it's, See, you know, man, you try to be a good man. partner. I do too. You know, <laughs> you try to, you know, be a good partner. And you're like, all right, well, if you like it, let's go and watch it. And so I'm doing other shit, but then it's just like, oh, so, so, so somebody stand, they have coaches, they're base coaches. Yep. So that's yep. what all those people are there. So they don't yep. have to pay it. So there's someone that is telling them keep going or stop. Yeah. I'm intrigued. Yep. So now yep. I fuck with it. Like I kind of yeah. know what's going on. And yeah, quietly, gotta, my entire family is a baseball and nobody was before. Look yeah, at us now. Yeah. Base, yeah. Baseball is one of those things where you got to understand the game within the game to, to have an appreciation. The thinking man's game, they say. Yeah. And see, uh, see man, I, and that's why I fuck with it. So, like, okay, so, Peep, so I played I play baseball, and then my dad married a white woman. Go figure. Um, so, so, Bye-bye, lady. <laughs> yeah, white lady. Uh, so... <laughs> And you know, I don't fuck with neither one of them. So no, it is not. <laughs> damn, that's crazy. And I'm not that guy, but I just don't like her. Her. I don't like her. So anyway, <laughs> so I get I, I move into 
uh, I leave I leave the hood with my mom and I move to Ann Arbor. And it, that sounds like it's not the hood. I moved to Ann Arbor <laughs> and I move in with my dad, my mixed race dad and my white stepmom, right? And it's dinner time and we're in the kitchen and I'm seeing shit on her counter that I've never seen in my fucking life, right? There's this little uh, granite bowl and then there's this little, uh, at the time, this is how I'm thinking, this little granite bowl and there's this thing in it mm-hmm. that looks like you mash it and you're blah 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 right and i'm like what the fuck is this then there's like a mallet then there's like some blah 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 blah, right and i'm like yo what the fuck is she about to do like because i know she's not about Mm. to cook because this is this shit's crazy right and then she uses everything i'm like yo like what the fuck and then i'm realizing after a couple times i'm like okay well that was garlic that was salt that was blah 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 I'm used to just going to the store and grabbing the thing with the garlic mm. salt, with the blah, blah, blah. Like, oh shit, this is the, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, a but, light bulb. but I didn't grow up with that. Right. Right. My stepsister grew up with that. I'm painting a picture here. <laughs> the, I'm the, following. The, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board. I get you know, it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, I, my relationship with food was really fucking crazy. It was a lot of like instant gratification. It was a lot of shortcuts or what I perceived to be a shortcut, right? Or what I perceived to be, you know, some whack shit, just to put it frankly. Like I was talking to a friend of mine not too long ago and we are just talking, I'm like, man, why don't you go to the store and just grab the shit and woo, woo, woo. He's like, man, I'm gonna just grab this packet. Um, you mm-hmm. know. You know, anybody trying to buy all them vegetables and shit. I'm like, why, why, why am I about to cook all these this meat with my with vegetables? I'm like, nigga, you're throwing seasoning on it that's made of vegetables or made to taste like vegetables. Why don't you just use the vegetables, bro? I mean, in defense, bro, it's a lot of extra steps, man. I I am but, not a but cook. Here's the I thing: I'm gonna, be, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna keep, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. It's really not. It's really, it's really, it's just really the fuck not. I'm positive. I'm, I'm so, I'm so positive. Like this is, this is something that I stand on, right? Like this should help. Go for it. You know what I'm saying? Like real, real talk. It's really, really not the same, the same amount of time. Because here's, here's the thing: when you season your joint, right? Mm-hmm. You don't season it at the end and just slap it on the rope and then start eating it, right? You season it and allow that motherfucker to cook with the seasoning on it, right? You know what else could be cooking while that stuff is cooking? Yes, I guess a fucking vegetable. (laughs) (laughs) Road trips give you the flexibility of taking the most control of your itinerary. No airline delays or cancellations. You can sit in your own germs and move at your own pace. Whether you're looking for family friendly or something romantic, history and heritage, or a foodie's delight, I've got you covered. Choose your trip based on the vibe or the distance you feel like driving. This pack includes D.C., Philly, Hartford, Burlington, and Montreal. All destinations are a few hours from New York City, so they're perfect for anyone along the East Coast to tap into. The download also includes a packing list, pre-trip car prep guide, and a playlist of travel and shit road trip content. These itineraries are perfect for travelers who enjoy having a plan with space for spontaneity. 
head over to travelandshippodcast.com slash travel resources slash road trip to download your copy and take the stress of planning and packing off the table while you focus on the road. Or you know what I'm saying? Or just whatever. Like it's yeah. really like, and then, and then, and then if you start, if you really get, and maybe this is where the very specific passion or even purpose comes into play. But if you just like food is fucking pretty, dog. Like if you, you know but only like, after it's done. Nah, no, it's prettier before it's done because when, like what? you're seeing it in it, you're seeing it in its natural. All these colors, like the colors, you know, like I'm a big color color dude, right? Like, and there's so many different colors on a plate. It's it's okay. it's it's really like it's that's my that to me I understand I know why they call it culinary art because of the blah 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 but to me that's what the color what the art is in the culinary shit is like look at all these colors man look okay. at how I'm putting this shit together look at how I'll this green you, is. you know what I mean like it's really I don't know man it's yeah I'm, I might be a dork I might be a dork but no it's, it's, because I think what this is this is making me think of I had a little stint where I tried to be vegan. It didn't last long. So it was a good time, but a short time. And the only reason why I will say it was a good time is because during that time, I actually, it was, oddly enough, I did it during Thanksgiving. Like I think Thanksgiving day was like my first or second day deciding to be vegan. Wasn't that difficult because it was new, it was exciting, it was fun. I was with the shits. I bought a little cookbook, the whole thing. And what was wild was that, and this is not shade to you, Ma. Love you down. Never heard of mad shit in there. Like there, and I think that I, for the longest time, I had such a complex around eating healthy because I had no idea how many options were there. Like yeah. I had no clue that there were, until Jay, I had no no, that's a partial lie. Coleman Teitelbaum. He actually put me on to Brussels sprouts being good. My mom would just boil them. So to me, right. Brussels sprouts were like peas. I hate peas. Won't eat them. But Brussels sprouts were really like big peas to me. Wouldn't eat them until I had them prepared in a way that was actually flavorful. And yep. so between having things prepared in ways and and. Now that I'm an adult, I get why my mom was very routine. Chicken, rice, vegetables, chicken, rice, vegetables, chicken, rice, vegetables. That's to my memory, because I'm sure she'll remember quite a few different meals. She tried some stuffed peppers. Every once in a while, we had a little stouffers, you know, the little frozen mm -hmm. lasagna and shit. So she razzle-dazzled it here and there. But for uh -huh. the most part, it was just chicken, rice, and vegetables. And it was like dry. It was string beans with like three tablespoons of onion powder in there because how else you get frozen ass string beans to really taste like something in Anything. two minutes. You know what I mean? Like you work all day, you come home and so you're trying to just get it done. So I will absolutely appreciate my mom for not giving us fucking frozen fish sticks every day, but it was still like the same things on repeat. And so I had no real scope of reference for that's just the sheer number of fucking vegetables there are. There are so many options and alternatives to meat that are actually good yeah. if you prepare them the right way. If you season, I'll never forget. I dated this one dude that was vegan and I 
did not first of all he was white so i didn't expect anything this nigga made to taste good at all when i tell you that was some of the best food i have had before jay because my man cooked his ass off because he's going to edit this love you your food is the best hands down <laughs> but before that i had never had like because it was up to me to feed myself but it was just yeah. i don't i mean i'm not a cook i can cook but christmas is my jam i can do a christmas meal but if you try to tell me to monday through friday and it's same as my mom she will bust down christmas i have never had a bad christmas christmas food has always been fucking out over the moon but monday through friday it's just i want to go to sleep i just want to eat so that i can now go to sleep and get up and go to work the next day so i get it when you don't have a lot of things that you are choosing from to make if you don't have the fresh ingredients to put in with your meat like my grand i will say they would do like onion when they would like bake the chicken they would slice up the onion every once in a while you slice up a pepper in there and put it in there and it's like we could taste the difference but it's just like nobody really wanted to you know it's time it was a timing thing so i get why people like take the shortcuts but i also see why people will get on that hill and die on that hill of you know you could just put an actual onion in there right yeah but but you know what though and i hate to be this guy but the shit that you said was so fucking layered, right? Like, and I know you were just, you know, having recall and going through whatever, but in real life, there was a lot. So, Jesus, oh my God. Okay, so I saw this article not too long ago. And by not too long ago, I don't, I mean like, it wasn't like a decade ago. I was an I was an adult. I had children, so it was mm-hmm. with, within the last five years. Copy. Um, where it said like the happiest is like uh, America's happiest wage, right? America's happiest salary, right? And it said that that range of seventy five to ninety was like the happiest people, right? Like mm-hmm. they were, when they surveyed them, when they surveyed them. That was, you know, you know, when they people talked about the quality of their life. And then at the at the end when they asked, Well, how much do you make, by the way? That was the like okay. fifteen thousand dollar window, right? Seventy-five, right? So <clears throat> you break that I my the first thing I think about, like, damn, seventy thousand, okay. Who's making seventy who's the, the the biggest group of people making seventy thousand plus, right? It's not the single mom it's not the and, I, and, I, and i'm not even just talking about motherfucking the black single mom it's not the single mom right you know for the most part you know what i'm saying like just, mm-hmm. just you know real talk and then and then it, it my my second thought was okay that's per person you enter two income households that's that's one you know what i'm saying that's 150 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's 150 to 180 that's completely different you know what i'm saying so then i'm thinking about like damn what do those the majority of those households look like you know then you look at the other articles that are telling you what those households look like and you're like okay it's making a lot of sense right but then i'm thinking about you know like you were saying i'm i'm being biased now by 
dying on that hill of make your own shit, right? Um, partially because I have the know-how and partially because I see the difference and I know the difference, right? But it also comes from a place of being able to do it now, right? Because okay. I grew up in the house with just my mom, right? Minus the two years that I lived with my, the, my dad and that white lady. And could easily see the difference, right? Mm-hmm. Like, even in the way, and I'm, I hate to go all the way here, but I'm thinking, because you were talking about time and then your mom and work and blah, 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 something. And, I'm, and I'm, I'm getting pictures of my mom and I'm drawing those parallels, right? So even in the way my mom would get up for work, like have to get up, do her thing first, then get me up, then finish getting her shit together, then head to work, come home from work. Thank God I played ball. So I stayed after school a lot. So okay. she had a little bit more time, blah, 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 blah. And then there was a, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. But I'm thinking about the time. But at that time, in real life, in real time, rather, you know, we're at four or five o'clock in the evening now. You know what I'm saying? That's dinner time. Is my mom really about to clean some produce and blah, blah, blah? Right. No. You know what I'm right. saying? But we got to eat and it's got to be, and it's got to be delicious because my mama can burn. So right. you know I, mean? <laughs> I ain't even gonna front. Kind of get down, boy. Kind of get down. When, <laughs> now, 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 now that she's a now that she's a grandmother, she gets down when she wants to. But <laughs> she like my mom. My mom can burn though. So, but but that's why like those mm-hmm. Sunday meals my mom made. Don't get me wrong. Monday through Monday through Friday, you know, Friday Saturday was probably you know pizza. You know what I mean? So that right. was. Like, you know, <laughs> You know what I mean? Grab some pizza, grab some burgers, because who the fuck cooking again type shit, right? But Monday through Friday, cool. Sustenance, tastes good, never missed a meal, woo-woo, right? Sunday, when she had a little bit more time, right? Right? Boom. Holidays, boom. That's why, what? you know, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's really, if we keep it in a book, that's really why a lot of us get excited about the holiday shit. Yeah. I guess the food, but it's like, it yo, when, when else do all, when else do your mom and your auntie and blah, 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 all got enough time in the day, all off work that day to blah, 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 to make the shit, to woo, 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 right? So it's the time. But if you look, if you go back and I'm backtracking to that 75 to 90, to that 150 to 180, right? They're not, leaving out the door in the morning with as much speed to not be late to get to work to blah, 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 blah. The jobs are different. The roles are different. The check is different. Responsibilities are different. That kind of thing, right? There's also like, they're not working. They're not, you know, my mom was, hey, pull the chicken out because I'm working a couple hours overtime Mm -hmm. because it's the end of October and Christmas, she ain't trying to not have none of that motherfucker. So you see what I'm saying? Like right. there's a difference. So that's a couple more hours where she ain't got the time to blah, 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 blah. So maybe, you know, and then, you know, we got the big meal, Thanksgiving and Christmas. So maybe real shit, maybe November, parts of December, it's a little bit more fast food. It's a little yeah. bit more, hey, make yourself something, boy. It's a little bit more. You about to get more, something good soon, like you be all right you know, this week. You get what I'm saying? Like, oh, I made some spaghetti or some chili and you cool for two, three days. Yep. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, it's. It's a very, 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 very different fucking world than 
and I'm and I hate and I wasn't really trying to go all the way there, but I'm I'm listening to you break that shit down, and I'm just having the same the same painting the same picture, just with a mm-hmm. different mom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like and I'm like my because my mom was there was a time where I thought I was going to turn into a bird because oh. it was chicken, it was fried chicken, it was baked chicken, and it was one time where like my mom actually came and she's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm in high school. <laughs> I'm in high school. She's like, look, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't probably chicken you to death. My first two years of undergrad, I don't think I touched the, the fucking piece of chicken. <laughs> like, <laughs> niggas love some fucking chicken, yo. You know what I'm saying? My first time. We can always get it, though. You all, Here's the thing. You go to the motherfucking markets, the price point, cool. Yep. You can throw a little snazz on it. You can eat it with a salad. You can eat it with some potatoes. You, you can, can do so with, much with it. You can do you can you can bake it. You can fry it. You can you know what I'm saying? So I tell you, you can stew it. You can, you, so can, you can roast it. You can stew that motherfucker. You, you know what I'm saying? You like could grill it. You could grill it, right? But there's so many motherfucking things that those two worlds don't that 75 to 90, that 145 to you know, that that 150 to 180. Versus like how I grew up versus how it sounds like closer to how maybe you grew up too without that time, right? Even yeah. I have friend, I have friends that, and don't get me wrong, I'm not, you know, because what I'm not going to do is help, you know, uh, uh, create the narrative or help strengthen the narrative of like, you know, you know, niggas had no daddies. Most of my friends had two parent households, right? So mm-hmm. it's not even that. It's that like, okay, look at the the differences in lifestyles, look at the differences in paychecks, look at the differences in and you know what they used to call socioeconomical status, whatever. Like look at look at the differences in neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's if you went, if you had a Whole Foods, if you grew up with a Whole Foods, right? If you grew up with a Whole Foods, minus that price point. But if you grew up with a whole, if you grew up walking into a place, seeing more produce than boxes, right? right. You I have had quinoa with, before I was twenty-five. Do you I don't know what the fuck it was. Do you I understand no what I'm trying to tell you? No, for I think real, you two yo. told me. No, I got, I got to, and this is even after undergrad. Like, you know, you you're dealing with people of all backgrounds and blah blah. blah. You get a white homeboy for the first time. You do whatever, whatever, right? And you know, you're eating with their family and da, 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 da. and it's like, yo, I remember I found out what, um, it wasn't, you said quinoa and it rung a bit. I don't think it was quinoa. It was something along those, couscous. Ah! That's what it was. I'm like, yo, what is this? <laughs> homeboy, white homeboy grew up on it. I said, yo, you this not new? You want to know something <laughs> wild? So... I have learned so much about food with this man. And even like, because his parents are the most go out to eat motherfuckers that I know. They will always invite, hey, we're going to go, we're going to, you want to meet us for dinner, you know, whatever, whatever. And when I listen to them talk about food and they talk about here and they've been here and they do this, like just a different restaurant, like they have restaurants that they go to and he's got restaurants. He's like, yeah, we've been going there since I was a kid and blah, blah, blah. So their conversation around food also encompasses a lot of shit that I've never heard of. Funny story. So I was semi grown. I might've been, I don't know. I was old enough that I should have 
known better. We were at a group dinner. We were out in Sag Harbor. It was my mom, a bunch of my aunts, and um, like my cousins. And this is all extended family. And we were actually at one of B. Smith's restaurants. And we're sitting there, we're looking at the menu. And I'm, and my mom knows where I'm going with this. So I'm looking at the menu and I'm like, what kind of fish is filet mignon? And it was like a, a record stop moment. And my aunts, <laughs> I saw both of them, Aunt Tina and Aunt Karen look up. And Aunt Karen was like, the kind that's a cow, baby. And so I was like, Yo. that face. And I was like, okay. So then it was like a moment where everybody's laughing. And I'm like, I didn't feel like I was low-key embarrassed. But at the same mm. time, then I'm looking at my mom like, you over there laughing, but like, where I've been? Where have you taken me? Like, I'm at this bigly age of maybe like 16 or 19. And it was just like, all this time, I know what the fuck is full. And I promise you, I've probably had one before. My yep. daddy will grill yep. all the time. That's, Princess, what, but what, that's you want? what I'm saying. In February, this nigga will be in the snow. Baby girl, you want a steak or you want something? You want burgers? I'm going to get out there on the grill. Because the steak's right there on the porch. So when he will go out. My dad will always grill. He's there. But... I had no fucking clue, even yep. to this day where yep. I'm eating and or I'll be out with his parent, like with boyfriend and his parents. And we're looking at the menus and I have to still ask him at 37. I'm like, what is this? I don't know what this is. What? Well, so, well, I like this. What's this? Even like yep. ingredients and drinks, because when I was bar I was bartending in the fucking hood. The best of the best for us was a Coco Loso. Niggas came in there, asked for other shit. And I just be like, all right, well, what's in it? If you can't tell me what's in it, and if this app don't have what's in it, yep. you're going to have to drink something else, ma'am. I don't yep. know. Promise you, old, old chick over here, she probably don't know. She, so whatever this fancy shit either. is, we're not there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we're not yep. wherever you've had that. So there are yeah. so many things that I still have no clue about. And it's not because my parents ain't love me. It's not because, you know niggas ain't never did nothing nice for me but it's just like for me the best time like fine dining was red lobster yep yep and that was only like the most special of special occasions because i got a brother it's me my mom my dad and then it would be always be like my grandparents would always come with us so that's six people that we all like so like 25 dollars a head might be reasonable because niggas got yep. bills you know what i mean yep. and it's not because it, I, there's just so much, there's so many things that are still so foreign and it's just because they're new to me. Not because I don't eat this. I don't eat that. I'll eat anything for the most part, especially if I'm not fucking paying for it. I will absolutely yeah. try it. But it's one of those things where if you don't have the exposure to it or you don't know, like we don't have all those options at our grocery stores. When we go in, yeah. there'll be some relatively like there may be some ethnic options like you'll have definitely like the different plantains you'll have your different bananas you'll have your different um yeah all of that just like the caribbean like they're gonna cover most of those bases we're gonna be able to get what it is you're looking for in those types of dishes but just in terms of i don't know beans other than red and black and yep. the uh yep. the like the chickpeas i didn't know what chickpeas was till i was grown I never had yep. them. 
I didn't know chickpeas and garbanzo beans was basically the same this, thing. If you ask me, like I'm thinking yep. that, uh, and I'm looking yep. at them like, am I fucking up? Because I know I don't really know too much, but I'm looking at them and I'm nope. like, eh. you're not, you're not. So but it's see, just, that, that, you don't know. That that's that's my thing. I, I I'm an actual real life chef. I didn't have beats. I'm 35. I'll be I'll be 36 in a couple of weeks. Am I? I didn't have beats. <laughs> Happy birthday! I love birthdays. I didn't I didn't I didn't have beats until I was asked to make some. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? But here's the thing: if I walked into my local grocer and saw beats every day, eventually I would have been. Let me see what the fuck this beat tastes like. Yeah. Eventually, I would have had it. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's yep. that's the thing. Or is, is, if the ones you had access to actually look like something. If the shits ain't look like they was dead before they got here, then you would have you see what I mean? That right. that that whole that whole bit. And it's 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 fucked up. It's really, really fucked up. But like a lot of my, you know, what I'm doing right now is based around in a nutshell. The, the 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 correlation between you know food money and education mm. you know what i mean like there's there's i know some people who when i say live off the fat of the land you know what i'm saying because they have the space and they have the blah blah, blah and it costs them nothing mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like and yeah. and and you know what i mean it's 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 information <clears throat> it's 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 really, if you remove money from a lot of this shit, right? If you remove, if you, if we, myself and people that I know, weren't from or in communities where there wasn't as much money flowing around, we would have obviously had access to more things. That access to more things would have gave us more information, more, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, so it's mm-hmm. like, it's a, it's a fucking domino effect thing, right? So yeah. there is a direct correlation, the correlation, it's not direct, the correlation may not, may not be direct, but there is a correlation between money and fucking food. That absolutely is. You know what I'm saying? And, and information and fucking money and information and fucking food. There's, you see what I'm saying? Like there's, mm-hmm. so when you kind of like bust all that shit down, you know, and realize that, and I hate to just be as frank as this, but it, you know, I tell people all the time, it don't take all that. Yeah. It really don't take all that. I've been at places, the head chef at places specifically here that have won restaurant of the year, right? Like I've, I've, I've been in a competition judged by Martha Stewart and won that motherfucker, right? Like there's a, there's a thing where it's like, and beat the beat the chef that fired me a few years back. So hey, anyway, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's a smooth no. fuck you. Yeah, smooth, smooth, super smooth. It was fucking phenomenal. But <laughs> my 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 favorite thing is so I went to it's crazy as shit. So this time last year, I was actually not in Detroit. I was in Grand Rapids and I was working for at this restaurant called the Sovent Guard. Very dope spot owned by a dope. Very, very dope Caucasian man. Rick, I don't know if you're ever gonna see anything <laughs> this this Love brown, me. but I'm gonna send you know what I'm gonna send it to him because Rick will watch this. Rick will fuck with you. You know what I mean? Right. Rick, 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 Rick really is cool. good, Rick. Yeah, you know, Rick is cool. Rick's solid. And um, but 
it was a farm to table restaurant, mm. right? And I remember I'm going, I'm having this interview with this dude, and I'm sitting, I'm sitting in my car, parked in an alley, but just stepped out of one of my pop-ups to have this fucking executive chef interview in my car, like wildin'. Had to drive to the chicken spot to connect to the Wi-Fi, like crazy <laughs> shit. Like <laughs> found a so, way though. You made it happen. You know what I'm saying? But I'm talking to this farm the table ass, you know what I mean, uh, uh fucking Nordic concept ass, so far removed from where I'm from type shit, right? But the thing that I appreciated was like, obviously after I got the job and, you know, you know, whatever, whatever, I started working with them and I always, my dignity and simplicity, right? Like you're never going to be better than your, as a, as a chef, you're never going to be better than your ingredients, right? Okay. Whatever's there is going to be the fuck there. And that's what it's going to taste like. And don't give, don't give a fuck what you do, my dog. You're not going to be better than your ingredients, right? Okay. We're doing this, this, this super complex shit. And it's five to seven ingredient bills. Five to seven things making up this $40 plate. Okay. Right? That is like the fucking living proof of it don't fucking take all that you know what i'm saying like there's there's a way to but but the only way we could do that is he had information i have a certain amount of certain amount of working knowledge so there's the information we had the access we had we were in a certain part of the state you know michigan is one of the prettiest fucking states in in the country like i've done as far as uh, seasonal availability of like produce and even, okay. you know, uh, even, you know, proteins and, you know, certain shit like that. Outside of California, Michigan's right there. Mm-hmm. Number two, as far as, like, you know, known. yeah, I mean, potatoes, McDonald's buys potatoes from Michigan. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, potatoes, okay. apples. Don't get me motherfucking Idaho. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucking apples this is the cherry this is the cherry capital of the country really what i didn't know yes cherries apples potatoes all that shit right like you it's funny you were talking about dominoes you like dominoes domino farms is 30 minutes outside of detroit i didn't know them niggas had a farm hello you see what i'm saying like that's but that again all of that shit right so that, that that's the thing like i was in a certain part of the state where you know, there'll be some times where, like, my purveyor would get the fish. By the time he got the fish, that motherfucker only been dead three, four hours. Shit. And ain't been touched. Right? But you live on the west, not the west side of Michigan, but the west side of Detroit. You're not getting that same fucking fish, my dog. Yeah. Right? You don't even know how to get that motherfucking fish. Yeah. Because ain't no fucking farmers by you. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, access, information. Right? So, it's like, it's a weird, it's a weird ass thing when you start moving in those circles and realizing like, okay, I'm managing, I'm, I'm, I'm managing a kitchen that's grossing three and a half million, right? A year in food sales, our average food, our, our average plate is about 35 bucks, right? It's a lot of plates. Right. A lot of plates. 
but it really only cost me like eight dollars to make that play. Oh. <laughs> you see what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's 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 you you know. That's you didn't pay for the because you didn't pay for the labor, you didn't pay for the yeah. plate that it's sitting on, you didn't pay the skill for skill for somebody to actually make the, the eight dollars. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, so when I when you start busting all that shit down, and then you realize, like, I've I've had white homeboys who weren't making who's who who's didn't didn't come from families that were making too much more, you know, too much more money than my mom was or my family was, but they were in a different part of the state. Yeah. That had access to different shit. That had, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it's like. Or they were just on the other side of Eight Mile and had access to different shit. You know what I mean? So it's it's yeah. it's that's that's my biggest thing right now. It's to like show motherfuckers, man. Like it don't it don't take all that, yo. It really don't take all that. You can you can you can do some good fly healthy, you know, shit. Some with some sustenance, all that right. shit, and not break your fucking back. You know what I'm saying? Physically or financially. Yeah. Right. But it's whether or not you have access to it. And another the thing is I find the that in the fucking hood, they want to wild charge you for the shit that is not going to kill you. It's Absolutely. like the the stuff that's Absolutely. like I feel like you can go even in terms of just food available late night. Yeah. If you work oh the God. night shift. Or if you work overnight and you get off at seven o'clock, eight o'clock, oh my god, oh and my the god. two grocery stores by you are closed or almost closed, or if it's out of your way to get there, then what the fuck are you gonna do? But order some shit. Yeah. You're gonna pick up whatever's open. You're gonna stop by somebody's drive-through, grab it and go the fuck yeah. home because you just fucking worked all day. It's mm-hmm. it, again by design. You know what I mean? Like if you were closer to things that were sustainable in the sense that won't fucking kill you then yep. you would likely make better decisions with the foods that you eat. It shouldn't be hard to do right by yourself. But nope. there are so many different ways that it is more difficult to do the right thing. It's like that. I don't know where. I don't know where the sentiment came from, but it was something like. Um, this is, yeah, self-care isn't always. Uh, the fun stuff. It's not always the pretty things. It's not always bubble baths. It's not always manis and massages and shit like that. But self-care is making sure like you don't rush yourself to early grade. Like it's taking care of yourself in ways that you eat well. You know what I mean? It's just like everything shouldn't be fucking frozen. Everything shouldn't be out of a box. And it's it can be difficult. But what I have found and the one thing that I will say is a privilege is that I actually can do Amazon Fresh. I can get fresh produce delivered to the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just yeah. like my yeah. best yeah. friend, yeah. God bless her. She's in fucking Kentucky. Like in bubblefuck Kentucky at that. She's not in, um, about to say Nashville, but that's in Tennessee. But that's her, like, that's her, I think, actually, I feel like Nashville might actually be closer to her than Louisville. I don't know. Oh, wow. But either okay. way, she's not in or is it no i might be wrong they might actually they might actually be uh equidistant i don't know either way she's in a very small town so she can't do amazon fresh so she has to always get up and go to the store if it was me i wouldn't fucking eat i'm not i'm not even exaggerating because before boyfriend like i would just do boiled eggs for dinner and it's not because i don't have 
a kitchen full of food. I just don't enjoy it. I'm tired. I don't want yeah. to cook anything. I don't want, yeah. there's no joy in it for me. So I'm going to do whatever the fuck is easiest for me. And I'll eat six boiled eggs. I don't eat the yolks because I don't particularly care for them. However, okay. that I will only eat them if they're about to say if they're cooked as if they're not cooked in boiled eggs, but I will only eat, eat them if they're like scrambled or if it's like um, a fried egg or a poached egg. But I, I, something yeah. about a boiled egg yolk just doesn't fucking do it for me. I can't. Her, her yeah. a little salt and pepper, man. I will, oddly enough, if I would stop at like a food truck. Shout out to the food truck that I used to go to. He was mad chill. He always had my shit in the bag ready for me. When I would hop off the train, do the eye contact, he'd be like, got you. Give him the bread, walk off, fuck the line. He always had my back. I appreciate you. Don't even remember the man's name. But if I were to get a boiled egg from him and I did, I could eat half of the yolk from that. Something about it being cold, I think, made the difference. I don't fucking know. I get it's weird. It's a quirk. But I don't want to cook. I don't enjoy it. So if I don't have relatively healthy shit at a quick access to me or that's easily um, prepared or delivered to the house, I'm not going to do it. And I already know yeah. that's me. I'm fucking lazy. Yeah. And I it, it's just what works easiest for me. Do you think science has anything with your science background? Do you use any of that in your cooking? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, more more specifically uh when it comes to like how i incorporate things um there is i'm a big so that's kind of like a two-fold situation one i'm a i'm a big textural person um okay. <laughs> so i like i like things that like i find that the, it's more palatable when texturally you have things that kind of go together oh okay right? okay right um, so, and I know that doesn't sound so science, but after, after cooking and heat time and holding and blah, 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 that's really what it boils down to. Right. And then another thing is like, I'm really big now on like feeding you for a fucking reason. Right. Like okay. I get, I get that. Here's the thing. I'm, I fuck with people like you, right. You don't want to cook. Cool. Come holler at me. That's fine. Because I understand you don't either have the time you don't have the know-how or you just don't fucking want to right mm-hmm. um so you need something to get you through to blah 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 blah, because you just need to worry about eating well i'm supposed to be the one that's worried about what i'm feeding you know what i'm saying yeah like yeah that's the whole bit for me so it's like i'm not going to give you i'm going to fill you the fuck up i'm going to give portion mm-hmm. size i'm going but i'm not but i'm going to give you i'm damn near going to um Michelle Obama school food church right? Okay. <laughs> like, like for real, I'm not. I'm not going to give you. I'm not even going to have it possible on the menu for you to get, you know, eight to ten ounces of a protein next to six ounces, eight ounces of motherfucking starch next to some uh, another fucking carb and cover it with some cheese or some. But I'm not even going to give you the fucking option. I'm not going. I'm not going to. I'm not going to give you the option, right? I'm going to give you something that's going to appeal to you. Right. Whether it be familiar to you or not, it's going to appeal to you in some way. It's going to be, it's going to be, I, and I hate to bring, you know, say it like this, because, uh, you know, this is the demographic that I serve, but one of the first questions I get is, how much is it, how much, how much you give me for that? Because, you know what I'm saying? It's one of those things. So it's going to be it enough. You know what I mean, Richard? Mm-hmm. It's going to be enough. I'm not going to Chinese food you. You're not going to be hungry in 15 minutes. 
You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to, you know, you're, you're going to be cool. I'm not going to break your pocket, blah, 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 blah. But I'm also going to make sure that, like, hey, man, you're getting your green in there somewhere today. Yeah. Like, you remember how your grandma or your mama used to make you put a green on that motherfucker? Like, it's in there. Yeah. You might not, you know what I mean? It might not be as simple as a piece of a, some arugula that you can remove. It might be cooked into your shit. It okay. might be, you get what I'm saying? Like, it might, uh-huh. it might be, it might be something, something. Yeah. Right, but it's going to be and it's going to be something fucking intentional. So like that's um, that was I would say that would be the only science related situation I do, um, and that's more food science. That's more like health related type shit. So okay, okay. Yeah. Do you prefer personal chefing or like corporate restaurant chefing? Um, damn, that's rough. Personal chefing is cool because I like how in those situations people tend to ask more questions or give a little bit mm. more of a fuck about the food, right? But again, like that's my job. So if I'm in a situation where I'm not in that demographic, like that's what I'm supposed to bring to the demographic. Um, corporate shit, I don't necessarily like so much. Um, what I like now is independently owned. Uh, brown, preferably, but you know, in the independently owned situations, because I like to connect with the people. You know what I mean? In some way, even if I don't, if you come to this restaurant ten times, right? One, two, three, four, five. You're just gonna come because you're like, oh man, this food is so motherfucking good, and this is, mm-hmm. you know, the price point ain't that bad. Whatever, whatever. whatever. But by that 10th time, like, you're going to be fucking invested, right? Like, you're going to, when you see the menu change, or when you see that same cook back there, or when you see the same chef walking by or walking past the table, like, that kind of shit starts to matter, right? That's, mm-hmm. you know, relationship type shit, right? Like, that's 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 more so where I'm at now because um, I spend a lot of time sacrificing, like, purpose for bread, yeah. And it didn't it didn't feel as good as like having somebody tell you that like, oh man, you you know some something like I have a cousin, something as simple as you know, my cousin Tay. And Tay is gonna watch this. So what up, Tay? Hey, uh, Tay. What up, though? I yeah, have no, a cousin, Tay. Tay. <laughs> Tay gonna watch this. Like my cousin Tay, that nigga, he tell he tells me all the time, man, you make me eat some shit. I ain't never, I don't never think <laughs> But like yeah. that's the thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's the thing for me. Eventually, you're going to trust me enough to, like, let me try this. Mm-hmm. Shit over here. Yeah. Or the chef's, the chef's special got some weird shit in it. I don't care. He made the last 12 things I had over here in the bitches banging. I'm going to try this weird shit, and it's going to bang, You too. mentioned that that was actually one of the coolest food experiences I've personally ever had. We went to, um, and he took me to Miami for my birthday to, uh, like, I think it was last year. Not yet. It was last year, not this birthday. And we went to this spot called Biblos. I fucking love Biblos. And they had the option of doing a chef's tasting. I'd never done it before. So I'm like, fuck it. We're going to do it. We're going to spend a little bread. Let's have a good time. And it was so fucking cool. You had like each course that came out. We had no clue what it was going to be. It was just you trusting these niggas in the back. Fuck it up. They're going to do they're going to do what they can and what i appreciated about it it goes right back to what i said in the beginning it's like what do you enjoy making 
what is your shit? Like, what are you good at? What do you, like, where is the passion for you? Because I feel like if you get to choose what I'm going to eat, you're either going to do something that is easy for you. So I'm trusting that it's going to be good or something you're passionate about. Yeah, you're going to, I feel like, and at that point, it's like one of those, you're going to show out. Like, you're going to show your ass. Like, this is your opportunity to shine. Like, if you're passionate about what it is that you do, you can't lose in this situation. That was the yeah. most fun. And even the waitress was kind of like, oh, these are good. So we got these for you here. And this one, this one, you can pair it with this. And this is what this is. And she explained what everything is. And she's pointing out, I know most of the shit we was eating was, but I think food can absolutely be an adventure. And I feel like that's another one of these reasons why travel is so much more than vacation. I am more inclined to try something new when I am someplace different. If I know that I'm yep. not going to have access to this at home, or if I know that there's yep. something special about what it is that they do here versus I could get a hot dog with fucking onions and some chili on it and put yep. some mustard on it. That's exactly what the fuck the Coney was. But yep. I don't know that I'm an, uh, exactly going to do it the way these motherfuckers out here are going to do it. So I'm going to try it. I've never had the gumption to want to put those things together, but yeah. we're here. So yeah. I'm going to fucking try it because this is something yeah. I know I'm not going to do back home. We had yeah. the best, the best oysters I've ever had in my life. And I used to take myself on oyster dates. I would go by myself, order like two dozen oysters, give me a water. Cause at this point I'm already spending $70. I ain't got no money for a drink at this point. Right, right, Give me right. these oysters. The best oysters I ever had were $1.95 a piece. And every last one of them came from fucking Maine. Them shits was wild good. But the, to your point, access. It's Maine. It's all this yep. fucking water here. So yep. yes, but granted, the oysters that I had gotten were in Long Island. Also mad water. It's an island. However, the ones in Maine were much better, also much cheaper. But again, access. access. And I think that one of the things that people tend to do is be a little more adventurous when they travel. And for me, that turns into like food adventure. But mm-hmm. I would offer for the listeners that's fucking with us today, try that shit at home. Try a new restaurant yeah. nearby. Like you yeah. don't have to yeah. travel to step outside of your comfort zone. You absolutely have that opportunity to do it where you're out. Even if you do a road trip to the neighboring state, a state next door, a city next door, just try someplace fucking new. And I really, really think that if you also just talk to the people around you, that's how I met this nigga. Talk to people. Say hello. Ask questions. And you'd be surprised what's out there. What you got to leave the people with, Corey? Um, Well, I'll, I'll say this. First of all, you know, D, you are you. You're the shit, yo. Like it, it's, you know, you Thank you, you. you meet people, and it's like, no, that's gonna be the homie, bro. Like, like I've made like, some I, of the I, coolest I, fucking friends doing this podcast, man. Yeah, yeah. And see, and I, I, honestly, like the way you feel about the travel shit, like that's that's how I feel about this food shit, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's just go fucking see it. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody literally just texts me right now. You cooking tomorrow? That's that's I like. Right. This. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like this, this is this is. You know what I mean? Um, but no. So I want I want to I want to express that gratitude because since it's been a lot of shit going on since the last time since I saw you and Jay, and I've honestly been looking for. I didn't told people about y'all. I didn't sent the podcast to motherfuckers. Thank you. I didn't, you know what Thank I'm saying? You. Like 
Just, What's up, just, new niggas? Just, Welcome. <laughs> listen, and I, I'm sending look, all of you niggas. I'm sending this to y'all, and they're, they're going to watch it, and they're going to fuck with you. I'm trying to tell you, um, but no, so I, I just I wanted to, I, I first wanted to express that because you're you're the shit. Um, your energy's dope. You you can just tell you're a good fucking person, and you Thank you got you. a little light, yo. And it's dope. it's pretty dope when you're, when you're shining on other motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Um, so I wanted to I wanted to say that. I um, also wanted to say what up, though, to Jay again, because I ain't seen him. I know he's going to edit. Um, but, um, <laughs> he in there cooking now. Um, right. See what I mean? So I'll get I'll get over this, the, the shameless the shameless plug por- portion of this first. Gone. So ain't the, no shame the, in it. Yeah. You feel me? There's the Corner Boy Cafe. So if hey, I'm going to order. Detroit, you feel me? Whenever you're in Detroit, you know what I mean? Look up Corner Boy Cafe. Um, you'll find something dope wherever I'm at. Um I do have a curated dinner party program called Hank 1937, um, named after my grandfather, who was the chef. Um, but that's the super intentional. That's not the street food. That's that's an elevated experience, okay. but it's it's curated to the point where it's it's an educational experience. That's not going to be boring. Um, you're going to leave with some knowledge, but you're going to leave full as hell, um, and you're going to leave feeling good about the people that you're in the room with because that's how curated this motherfucker is, right? Um, so look out for that. I'm obviously tapped in with you, so I'll send you all of yes. that, the new dates, the sponsorship. We'll touch base about that again. Yes. All the other shit. Um, so I do have some things coming up. Um, but my main thing that I just want to just say to anybody, I guess, is it don't take all that. <laughs> right? Like, it don't, like, I have this thing, it's just like, you know, no matter how you grew up, where you grew up, who you love, who you pray to, whatever, whatever, right? Everybody got to fucking eat. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? And for all intents and purposes, I I, I believe that most people would prefer to eat well, right? Mm-hmm. But it's about what you consider or what you know well to be. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Just try some shit. Ask some questions. Uh, read some shit. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You know what I mean? And, and I'm not trying to Again, read a, I say a book. This, read a book. Read a motherfucking read a book. book. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a boondocks well, reference. If y'all I'm, niggas I'm, don't I'm, know, man, that's crazy. That I, I wow. Uh, this, <laughs> that was funny. Um, I, I say, I say, I know. I say a lot of the shit that I've said tonight coming from a place of knowledge, which is giving me mm-hmm. access, which is you know, I mean, giving me a little bit more paper to play. You know, do do some other things. So I understand that, but. This food shit is so serious. Like, there's, I can't. I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, going to, you know, be the conspiracy theorist and like, you know, tell you what the uh, proposed agenda is, because I don't know what it is. But it's fucking something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there, it, it's something. We're at the point now where, like, you gotta, you gotta be intentional about about this shit. Um, what you're putting in your body, and I'm not even saying that from a person. I just had McDonald's yesterday. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not even saying, no, that, no, for real. You know what I mean? I'm not, yeah. I'm not even, I'm not even coming from an unrealistic place, right? Mm-hmm. I understand where a lot of us are. I understand that you know that whether it be, I don't know how to cook or I don't have the time, right? Blah, blah blah. I understand everybody's everything, right? I get all mm-hmm. that. Um, but this shit is, this shit is, this shit is actually serious. Even when you get down to the to the to the food industry business aspect of it, like. Um, and this is where I'm. I gotta go back to the black shit. So my bad. Um, not my. Ain't bad. no bad. We do. Right. Yeah. Don't do that. Right. 
Pause but, on that. Go on. If you if you if you look at specifically Black American shit, right? And I and I and I'm focusing on a mere Black American thing because right now it's cool. Like with if you if you listen to like if you, if you pay attention to a lot of like music trends, you can see a lot of food trends coming. Meaning like. Hmm. where the sound is you know how afro beats is a really big okay. thing right now okay. for people you have you also seen started noticing that you've seen more afro-caribbean cuisine spots more jamaican spots more you know what i mean more nigerian spots whatever on okay. the scene because like it's cool now to support those people yes they need support yes all of that i support them i love them too um but you know sushi spots asian spots uh, Greek spots, blah, 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 right? There's this thing where, like, Black American cuisine is, like, they're almost trying to, like, shove us out the way. They're mm-hmm. almost trying to, like, act like we don't exist. Almost like, almost like with the film industry. Damn it, this is going weird. Um, no, almost like with the, Almost like with the, with the film industry where you see a lot of, like, Black Brits playing, like, Black Americans. Yeah. Right? And, and you know they win an award and it's a black first and it's a blah 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 but it's like is it though because that's a a distinctly different thing right and i'm not taking anything away from you know i get what you mean my brothers and sisters from different backgrounds who have who are easily identifiable you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i was telling someone the other day like you know africa not the motherland i mean alabama is because i don't (laughs) know You know what I mean? That's not no diss. That's that's just I'm just saying I can trace my shit back to Alabama. Boom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I ain't done the swab in the ancestry joint, so I can't give you my blah blah yeah. blah, blah, blah breakdown. Versus a frat brother of mine who knows exactly what village his blah 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 came from because yeah he can't. You know what I mean? Like this, this it's, it's 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 a motherfucking difference, right? So not to go too far, but I'm just saying like there's. There's a certain amount of the Black American experience that's not getting, that's kind of getting pushed out of the way, right? Mm-hmm. And if you if you if you just stick to the food scene, if you go to all of these places, it's a brother in the kitchen. Yeah. Und- yeah. Like there's there's no that you know what I mean. It's a brother in the kitchen. There's a brother touching something that's touching your plate. Yeah. Flat the fuck, right? But there's this thing where even more so than the fact that there's not even a lot of black chefs in those places and blah, 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 blah. There's this thing where just the actual black American cuisine is being kind of pushed off. When I found out a few years ago, there was a spot in New York that was selling $50 chitlin plates, a posh little white owned blah, blah, blah spot. It was chitlins, Uh but it was because of what they were, they weren't calling it chitlins, but because of what they called it, because of how they dressed it, because of how they plated it, it was a $50 plate. You get what I'm saying? Like there's, 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 there's a certain, this is why I wasn't supposed to go there. So <laughs> We're I'm, here I'm, now. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave. I, yeah, but but there, and I say all that to say like there's just a certain amount of our experience that is just kind of being pushed aside, right? And the correlation between that and the food is so strong because we're at the point where it's like, from a health standpoint, when it comes to all that foul shit the stomach cancers and the prostate cancers and the blah, 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 and the stomach disease and the high cholesterol and the high blood pressure and the diabetes. and blah, That's all us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There is 
I'm sure somebody in your family, a grandmother, a great grandparent, about about somebody that you know lived to ninety something years old, right? My daddy side lived a long damn time. Shout you out see to what I'm um, yeah, my but aunt they, just celebrated ninety six. The shit, the, the shit your your aunt grew up eating is not the shit me and you grew up eating. Sure not. You get what I'm saying? Yep. So like there is there is this thing where like there was a a, a a shift how she how your aunt grew up eating and how your you know your your your, your grandma or grandparent or whatever grew up eating is not how your mom grew up eating is not how you grew up right. eating. Right. right like it's been a step down every motherfucking time yeah look right? at these kids now they're fucking adult sized children no for real it's fucking wild yeah you know what i'm saying but like all, and, and that goes back to what i'm saying like it's it matters what you're fucking putting into your shit right yeah. so like there's a certain amount of our experience that's kind of like being pushed out they they, they report all the numbers of us being fat and dying young and mm-hmm. doing all this shit and being addicted to whatever and blah, 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 blah. But there's not all these, there's not a bunch of numbers on like, well, look at what the fuck I'm eating at five o'clock yeah. when I get off of work in a in a more popular populated area and I get and I'm back in the hood now. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a there's a right. we're kind of getting we're we're getting we're getting fucked over and then we're getting blamed for it as well. So it's like it's 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 a weird thing, and I'm not yeah. so I'm sorry I didn't mean to go through all of that. But as far as leaving something with the people, like just fuck honestly, if it comes if if you don't I don't give a fuck if you never look up corner boy I don't give a fuck if I never feed you, if you just be more intentional about about feeding yourself after this, like thank you, you know what I mean? Okay, just real shit. Like don't there is an agenda. I don't know what the fuck it is. I'm not gonna put a label on it, but just know that there is one. And just do your best to not like succumb to that motherfucker, right? Like, take care of yourself. What do you say about self care? It's not all about manis and patties and the blah blah blah. Like, like for yeah. real, for real, yo. Read a book, eat a vegetable. I know that sounds a, a damn near elitist and fucked up, but like, read a book and eat a vegetable, and try some new shit. You know what I mean? Maybe replace something in your diet with some shit. You don't have to go from I eat McDonald's three times a day to a vegan. It's unrealistic. Right. That's not cost efficient. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's not even, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I can it's tell not. motherfuckers all the time. Thank God for McDonald's. Because there was a time I couldn't, I couldn't do shit but the dollar menu, sir. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm not, there's not a diss to anybody in anything. And I'm saying there's not a separation or any, or any type of elitist or like, well, now, nah, yeah, you a chef talking, nigga. Yeah, cool. But I also know that there's ways to do this shit. Mm-hmm. without fucking yourself up, without breaking the bank, without, you know, I mean, there's stuff around you. Tap into tap into some resources, man. Look at look at some of these markets. And if you got to go to the market, that's in your neighborhood, I will leave you with this. If you got to go to the market, that's in your neighborhood, just purchase from the back. All the fresh shit goes in the back. If they're okay. if they're doing if they're doing their their first in first out right properly, mm-hmm. what they're supposed to do is the new product comes in and it goes behind the old products of the old products right. fast. so skim through the dates that's one thing if, my mama always taught me check yeah, them motherfucking skim, dates on skim through the dates. so if, though, if if you reach for a, a, a package of motherfucking let's just say i don't know motherfucking squash right because you're gonna mm-hmm. eat some squash 
and they're already packaged and in the in the little, you know what I mean, tray with the cellophane and shit, and that's in the book. Yeah, like the one that, that already that whole, the pre-sliced stuff already. Exactly, exactly. Now that Whole Foods, we're at our grocery store right now. Okay, right. You go into that motherfucker. Make sure if if the first one is the sixteenth, make sure the one behind that motherfucker is like the seventeenth and the eighteenth and ninth and blah 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 whatever. But then just reach from the back. You know what I mean? It's yep. the fresher shit. It's supposed to be anyway. Keep them honest. Keep these motherfuckers honest. And again, I'll say this too. Start speaking the fuck up. Like when you when you go to the grocery store and you go to grab that chicken and you're like, damn, I ain't even gonna grab no chicken tonight because it's fucked up. Don't just leave the motherfucking store. Mm. Tell that motherfucker, hey man, I can't even get no chicken tonight because the chicken fucked up. Yeah. Enough people do that. They're going to stop putting fucked up chicken on their motherfucking shelf or in their motherfucking cooler because they're going to stop selling it. Right. You know what I mean? Keep them honest. If you're in one of those situations where you where you know, like like we like we talked about earlier, where where else am I gonna go? Cool. You can't go nowhere else. Make them step their shit up. It might not mm-hmm. be an immediate thing. You do it enough, it's gonna be. Right. You know what I mean? So It'll just, happen. just yeah, we, we do all this shit. We, you know, we do so much planning and research and blah blah, blah to do other shit like. One thing you do the most is eat, my baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you might just take a little bit more time, a little bit more consideration with that shit. I guarantee you a lot of this stuff, you, you, you will feel the fuck better. It's not about having a look. It's not about a six pack. It's not about the body. It's not about the weight. It's not about none of that shit. It's about how you fucking feel. And you feel better when you put better shit inside of you. The end. There you go. Slow change is still change. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's fire. Absolutely. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go. I went, I feel like I went left a whole lot, and I'm sorry, but you but it's cool because be somebody needed it. Yeah, but you, you the problem is it's not really me. It's not me being a scatterbrain. It ain't this, it ain't this weed, and it's, like, <laughs> it's you, right? Because you're a you're a layer, you're a layered motherfucker, man. Like you got so like sometimes I wanna I'm I'm consuming this part, but I want to respond to this part that you didn't even got know me. you gave me. You know what I'm saying? Like you're this is this is this is your shit. You're dope. You're very dope at this. This is tight. Thank you, I'm, man. I'm, I'm so glad you weren't just a cool person that like wasn't any good at what they do. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that day, so am I. So the fuck am I? <laughs> How whack would that be? That shit would have been terrible. That was up. But it it was really like fucking, you know what I feel like? I feel like you came to the crib because that's where I'm at. I feel like you came That's to the crib. Like to you know what I'm saying? I feel like you came over to the crib and you don't, you know what I'm saying, do what I do, but I feel like I smoked the, I smoked the blunt with you, around you. Right. And we chilled and we had a good time. And that's, and we, and I, 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 this was dope and I appreciate you. Thank you for your time. Thank you. The admiration is mutual. I am so glad that I actually was friendly me that day and I asked fucking questions because you were so fucking yep. dope and I well, prom- I absolutely into I, what we talked about earlier absolutely will follow up and if there's any way I can help nigga I'm here so uh, I'm gonna stop on the recording we gonna kick it afterwards so yeah. podcast.com. all the links are gonna be in the description we'll definitely keep you up to date when Corey does the um the elevated yeah um yeah. the not food truck food experience the curated yeah. experience we'll definitely keep you up to date with that um 
links in the description box. We're going to have uh, Corey's IG down there. And um, thanks for fucking with us, y'all. This was a great yeah, fucking yeah. episode. I hope y'all appreciated it. Try something new and eat a motherfucking vegetable and read a book. And read a book. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see y'all niggas next week. This was this was so bomb. All right, y'all. Bye.